right, everybody, it is the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. Uh, I don't have anything clever to say right here. It's the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. I'm over that's, this shit. That's, that's I quit. Good enough. No, don't quit. <laughs> be like Carl Anderson, quit. just continuously quitting the podcast. <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah, and just, I'm fucking done with this shit. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm Jeremy. He's Matt. What's up? What is up, everybody? It is the GoFo Podcast. What's up, another, jerks? Another week uh, to cover. We got to come up with like a cool like tagline. Another week has What's gone up, by, jerks? and we're here to. No, we can't use that. That's that's on a popular show already. Yeah. Uh, Which I, have, I haven't been listening to, not to think about. Welcome, everybody. It is the Geek Out Freak Out Podcast. I'm Matt. He's Jeremy. I fucked that up. <laughs> there we go. Like I'm Jeremy. That. He's Matt. Now let's cover your Weekend Geek. <clears throat> let's cover the Weekend Geek. Uh, first, before we get off like to... That. Before we start anything... Let's cover us. your week in Skeet. Ooh. I don't know about that. No? Oh, Fuck. Who's hosting that show? Little John? Yeah, no, me. I'm a Skeet. <laughs> skeet, 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 motherfucker. All day long. Uh, before we get started, hey, follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at GoFo Podcast. Hey. Make sure you're following the show if you're not watching us on Twitch. Next time we record, you can watch us on Twitch every Saturday around 4 o'clock. Watch my chair dancing moves. That's right. Watch us on twitch.tv slash GoFo Gaming. Be sure to four, follow. Roughly 4 o'clock. <clears throat> and uh, subscribe if you'd like to. That's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, back for another week of fantastic uh, geek stuff that's gone on. Yeah. Um, I've been doing good, doing all right. Uh, I've been working uh, first week back to work since I had a week off. Uh, and I'm here. <laughs> work, work was there, and I'm glad I'm not at work right now. But um, yeah, so just doing all right and uh, just taking it easy. Um, you know, enjoying the weather because it's all over the place. But I know it was. I'm just been, glad it's been in the 20s, and now it's back, supposed to be back up in like the 50s and 60s. Yeah, I'm just glad it's not super cold um, because we're not built for that here. And you fucking say that. You say that, and then I have to get up for work at like four a.m. Yeah, and it's it's like fucking eighteen. No, I walk out. I still the sun it still doesn't sucks. come out when I go outside for the first time of the day. Like I usually, I wake up around five thirty. I'm outside. I go outside before the sun comes up, and it's still like it's really cold. And um, I have an out. We have an outside uh, an outdoor bowl for our dog, and so I always fill it up before I leave. And <laughs> this past week, like, cause he likes to go outside, he likes hanging out outside. Yeah. And so, um, every time I, before I leave, man, that water bowl is just frozen yep. from the night before. <laughs> Dude, I went to go turn on my fucking faucet the other day, and I didn't think I should leave it dripping. It was my mm. outdoor, my hose bib, and yeah. it was frozen. Was like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, you always, yeah, that's always annoying. Hey, thanks for the, the host, Brian. AZ oh, Brian hosting us. That's fantastic. A-Z thanks, Brian. Ghost. Appreciate that. Let me pull up the chat here so I can see us in chat. But there we go. Fantastic. I can see my recording. I can see our chat. And I can see us. And you look great, sir. Hi. If um, you guys are watching on Twitch, you should be. You, you should listen be. to the show. If you're listening, um, if you're listening on Twitch. Jeremy, give us the follow. Jeremy trimmed down that beard a little bit. I did. I yeah, regret the fuck out of it. I have a really round face. See your, see your chin now. I know. Both of them. Nah, I see the one. It's defined. Yeah, that's why there's that's why the neckline is lower. So that's why you've been. That's why you got that Peloton. It's been showing up. I hate not having a beard, but also I also hate wearing a mask with. A I beard. like I like how you equivalent uh, how you say that you don't have a beard when it's clearly a beard. It's just trimmed out. This is stubble, sir, compared to what I had. That's Dude, a it five... was it was like fucking four inches long for a while. That's a five o'clock shadow. It was the that size you know. of my dong. <laughs> four Give yourself a little yes, more again, credit, Brian, Come on. Yes, again. I I yeah. go through phases. Like for me right now, last time. So last time I trimmed it, 
I was trying to bring my neckline down and get everything even. So that way it would come out thicker. And it worked, and I got it to where I wanted. And one, I needed a trim. And if I can't get yeah. in to get a trim, a lot of times I'll just get frustrated and I'm try to like... fucking do it myself or cut it off. But uh, salons and shit were shut down here, and yeah. I I debated while it was going on. I was like, you know, should I? Shouldn't I? My wife said she wanted to see it a little shorter, and I think I did it shorter than either one of us were looking at, which is fine. Yeah. It'll grow out in like two weeks to where I want it to anyway. Um, but uh. I just, I am sick of having to wear my mask with it. Yeah. I, I'm not tired of wearing the mask. It's just <clears throat> the beard with it. A lot the of length, times it yeah. curls up like it's the fucking Iron Sheik's boots. And it just doesn't work out. So, and I can't get that crease. Once it creases yeah. it, I can't get rid of it until I Xavier, wash it again. Xavier Woods for the newer fans. Hey, now Iron Sheik. You should know your history, okay? Yeah. Well, sometimes the people forget. So elf shoes. We might have some younger kids in the audience, and you know, maybe they don't know who the Iron Sheik is. They fucking tuned into the wrong podcast with my mouth. <laughs> They're gonna learn some new words today. Oh yeah, they usually do. Yeah, I'm terrible. What have you been up to? What have you been Xboxing? Uh, a lot of Assassin's Creed still. Awesome. I'm still, I finished the grind to get. So the game's got uh, some some weapons in it. Some cool ass weapons. Uh, it's got Excalibur and Mjolnir. Nice. And I just went through the grind to get Excalibur. You had to find 11 different tablets, uh, eight of which you find by exploring caves and doing some parkour stuff, and three of which you have to find these zealots, which are just, like, super high-level enemies, and kill those zealots to get those. So yeah. I, I, it took me three or four days to fully grind through and get everything. Uh, but I found them all. I had to get up to a certain level to, to beat some of the enemies because I was too low level. So now I've grinded to a point where I'm OP for the main game. So just <laughs> You're just people. wrecking people. But that sword is so fucking yeah. cool. Um, it, it has a feature where like, once you do a critical hit, it blinds all the enemies around you. So you see this flash of white light come off of the sword. Uh, and I'm using it. I've got the, uh, the dual, <clears throat> dual heavy weapon perk. So I'm using it. And then I have a two-handed Danish axe that lights on fire after a critical hit. Nice. So my, my, and I've got, I also, uh, went through and was grinding to get Thor's armor. So I have all, every piece of Thor's armor. Uh, so now I have to kill, I think it's 30 something. I don't know. I have to kill all the members of the order of the ancients. And once I do that, I can go back to Norway and get Mjolnir. So that's my goal is I want Mjolnir in one hand and Excalibur in the other, just cause I think it would be badass. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. That's that would be a pretty playing. awesome, like, two, like, classic weapons. Fuck man. yeah. Like, that's right, cool. It would be super cool. Um, yeah. I'm trying to step away and play some other shit. I played a little bit of Call of Duty. Um, I'm still, other than zombies, I'm still not the biggest fan of Call of Duty right now. Yeah. I, uh, I, I like Modern Warfare a lot more. Um, I started up my season in NBA. Oh, nice. Uh, they've improved that shot clock from when I played it last time. Because I, I played it when it first released, and I hated the shot clock. Or not the shot yeah. clock, the, the shot uh, meter. Oh, gotcha, I absolutely gotcha. hated it. So now they've got it to a point that I actually enjoy it. So I played a couple games on that. I'm trying to push through. Um, played some roller coaster. What was it? Coast, uh, Planet Coaster. Oh, sweet. Which I'm a sucker for theme park games, sim games, that kind of stuff. So I played some of that. Same. Um and not really much else. I jumped back into Animal Crossing, and I've been doing a lot of time traveling, trying to get all the the holiday stuff. I'm going to deck <laughs> out my island with Christmas stuff. 
That's cool. And a lot like the Christmas stuff doesn't start until December fifteenth. Yeah. For me, that's too close to Christmas. Like I have my Christmas lights on my own house up right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I I want my island to have Christmas shit now. So yeah, I've been jumping forward. Recently they need a, on my Switch to get forward and get my shit. They need to set it up like like it's the real world where people immediately do it like right after they finish eating Thanksgiving dinner. Where I start playing Christmas music in game November first. <laughs> there you go. So. That's what we need to do. Awesome, cool. That sounds a lot like a lot of fun. Start, what have you been playing? Nothing. I haven't played anything. I feel like uh, you're setting me up. To talk about <laughs> what just happened this I afternoon. well, you were playing Fuser, which was pretty cool, and, yeah, and that was a lot I of fun to watch you play. Finally, got everything set up to stream yeah. some Fuser. Uh, part of that, part of that audio got muted. Oh, it did already. Yeah. Wow, at one point, dude. The second I posted it, um, at one point I played all four stems to uh, Sean Paul's temperature. Oh, okay, gotcha. For that song, because I went back to see it got muted. I was like, "What the hell?" And it was. It had no problem with me opening the set with uh, blinding lights with all four parts, but. It so I guess that that must have just on only happened. That must have only just happened on the replay. Yeah, because it was only on the replay. They can only. I was they can yeah. Only do that on the replay. No. I, I mean, I was yeah. Or whenever you have like an archive video, I was able to watch you the entire time, and it was a, that was a lot of fun watching you play. I like, like that the, game. I might even stream some more later. Jeremy even uh, he even did a. Um, he went into Mortal Kombat right after, and he did some Rambo versus Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> Robocop versus Robocop versus uh, Rambo, right? Yep. And then still, um, uh, no, no, Joker versus Rambo. Joker versus Rambo. And, and Robocop did, versus uh, Robocop versus Spawn. Yeah. Um, I still attest that that, that company never Nether Realms needs to put out an all uh, guest character game. Yeah. I don't give a shit about the Mortal Kombat people. And, um, Just give me... Matt was saying in the chat that they need a TV sitcom dad version. Yeah, I want a full house DLC. I just want... I want uh, <laughs> Uncle Phil versus uh, Carl. From, there you go. From it was, it was Carl, Family right? Matters. Yeah, Family yeah. Matters. Yeah, Carl! Give me that. And give I want the dad. That. I also want the dad from Dinosaurs. What? <laughs> he's John ba- Goodman versus... Because he's basically Carl. He is basically Carl. He's like Carl... He's Carl and John Goodman from Roseanne. As one character, one. yeah, yeah, yeah you, you do. Who would John you, Goodman face? What's a good matchup for John Goodman? Uh, Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond. Fuck, do we have to do a TV sitcom dad tournament now? Yeah, <laughs> who would win Fuck. in a Who would win in Mortal Kombat though? And and what their, fights. Yeah, like what would their fatality be? What's their fatality if they win? Yeah, but uh, um, and you could have Tim the Toolman Taylor, but every time he tries to do a fatality, it's him. It's him accidentally sawing his hand off. Yeah, his fatality. He fucks yeah. up and kills himself. He kills himself. Yeah, that'd be great. Can we get the license for Benford Tools? There we go. We have to. <laughs> he, no, his fatality, the one fatality he has where he kills the other person, fucking Al comes in and does it for him. There you go. Or, yeah, Al will fix the problem, and then the friendship will be uh, the guy that looks over the fence all the time. Pamela Anderson is in it. Oh, yeah, that's true. She was on that show. I forgot about yeah, that. She yeah. was one of the girls. The tool she girl. was the first uh, the first tool girl yep. before uh, Heidi, I believe. I forget oh, the girl's name. You. you know you're... Yeah. You know I, I used to watch Home Improvement. I mean, I don't know. It was one of those shows that I watched all the time as a Did kid. Did you play the terrible Home Improvement video game? No. I didn't even yeah. know. I've, no, it was I on like I... SNES or something. Oh, my God. So I thought about it today, like, especially, or yesterday, I think, talking about games like, the, like that. Uh, how many times did you rent a game when you were a kid and then re-rent it and re-rent it and re-rent it? Like, how fucking stupid were our parents that they didn't Just catch on? Just to keep on, renting it? That they didn't catch on that they spent more money renting it for us than they did what it would cost to buy the fucking thing. The first NBA Jam. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah. how many times did you just re-rent a game and re-rent and re-rent? I had to rent that game like five times. Spend one hundred and fifty dollars re-renting a game, and then yeah. it costs like sixty to buy. Yeah, fucking I had to have done that with. I know NBA Jam was one of those games, and um, yeah, I just I was I was notorious for like wanting to re-rent the same movie mm-hmm. and the same game yep. like over and over and over, and it just drove my parents crazy. I don't know just why cause... I remember this, but when we first moved here to Roswell, I was like seven, and I don't know why it stands out as, as a memory, but. Um, there was before it was blockbuster it was like silver screen mm-hmm. uh entertainment or whatever and like one of the first things we did when we moved here is we rented uh the ghostbusters video game and the 1966 batman movie <laughs> I, I don't know why that stands out but i have a vivid memory of renting batman 66 and fucking loving that movie as ridiculous as it is. We should do that for the That's a good movie. Why do we do that? We uh, we discussed the movies to watch, the Batman movies to watch, and we shot that one down because it didn't fit with the, uh, I think... Um, we were intentionally doing that in 90s. Yeah, we were doing the Tim Burton, Joel yeah. Schumacher movies. So that's yeah. what we were doing. But yeah. yeah, we need to do 66. We could do 66. I'm fine watching that movie. Yeah. We can find... I think it's that's on Amazon. a bonus Amazon. episode. Yeah, there we go. That'd be We've cool. We've been uh, kicking around the idea of setting up a Patreon and having some bonus episodes on there. That's for right. For you yeah. people. Um, and having some fun things to do. Uh, and we'll go ahead and just bring it up right now before we get into Let's the do it. Yeah. of the episode. But uh, one of those, one episode that we kicked around for being a bonus, we're going to give it to you guys free next week. Um, we are going to do a retrospective on The Office. Since it is coming off of Netflix, we figured it'd be a good time. It's one of both of our favorite television and shows. And it's going to be going to Peacock, right? Yeah, it's going to Peacock. Yeah. Um, which I think is free unless you want the ad-free versions, right? Well, they're on – so here uh, – well, Peacock, um, there is a there is a free version and then there's a paid version. And the paid there's version, levels to the shit. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not a lot behind the paywall. I mean, there's a few movies and a few, like, shows – um but for the most part it is free with commercials which i don't mind at all and it does that it does that thing where it does that thing where you can like watch one long ad at the beginning of the show and then you don't get interrupted um so i've watched i have watched parks and rec i have watched um quantum leap (laughs) and um you wanted to watch quantum leap for the show and and i I promptly told you to fuck he said no um and i did watch the say by the bell reboot and say by the bell i kind of want to watch that I don't yeah, like it. it sucks. No, it's not good. No, oh, man. Yeah, no, I've just I I don't know what it is. I I think it's like uh just right off the bat, I just I did not like. Friends they read they redid the intro, which I think oh. they could have got away got just away with just it. using just the, the, the old one. Um, and it's I I don't I don't like the I don't like the intro. Um, it tries a little too hard to be like Saved by the Bell, but it also has it's TV fourteen. So it has like adult humor in it, but like at one point they were making fun of Selena Gomez's uh, kidney transplant. Jesus um, Christ! Yeah, which I thought was like really weird. Yeah, but um, is. so I I I didn't like the show. I watched the first episode and that was it. I'm not gonna go back and watch it. It is nice to see like, you know, Zach is the governor of California and he's an idiot and there he's like he's like in a ten billion dollar deficit. Um, <laughs> Kelly is still. Is Slater Slater is the coach of the high yeah. school. Um, I forget the actor's name. Um, who Mario plays Lopez? the? No, not Mario oh. Lopez. The guy who plays the principal. It's not. It's not Belding. He's not in the show. My daughter watches Victorious from Nickelodeon yeah. a lot, and Belding showed up in one of those episodes. 
How funny. Yeah. I was watching it with her. It was an April Fool's Day episode. And they're like, you're, you're going to upset Principal Belding. And then he walked out and I was like, holy shit. Just, you know he's a big wrestling fan? Yeah. He's, yeah. He used to be backstage at all the shows. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was like uh, Matt Cardona and Brian would often talk mm-hmm. about on their shows um, when they were still with the company. about it's Richard something, right? Yeah, about him being there. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just not a big fan of the show. Um, I'm pretty sure it's probably funny to like maybe people that it's geared towards i guess audience wise age wise but i think i've aged out so <laughs> i don't find it very I'm glad interesting. That zach is failing because zach is the biggest piece of he's shit an idiot he is an idiot and he, i mean like what bigger pos to like and he ends up like so like the beginning of the show starts off with like schools closing down he's closing down schools because of the budget shortfall and um one of the opening scenes is like of a school so it has kind of like a weird serious tone at first and then it tries to be funny um, it just wasn't funny enough for me. But if you like the show, I don't, you know, no knock on you guys if you like the show or not. But we just lost all our audience space right now because I said I don't like Say by the Probably Bell. Probably not. The reboot. Just kidding. You're but um, the only person that's watched it. I don't know. Like, I just, I, I don't know if it's, um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to give it another shot. Maybe. But who knows. Elizabeth Berkeley is also in the show. Um, so that's pretty cool. Like I said, and uh, Mario, Mario Lopez is in as the P coach. He's kind of a dummy. So, yeah, not too bad. <laughs> Um, you want to get some wrestling talk out of the way? Let's uh, get some wrestling talk. Oh, um, before we do, uh, 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 Nvidia did drop um, the the new thirty sixty Ti graphic cards, and they promptly sold out. Of course, the day that they <laughs> the day that they went, and there's like no there's no uh, date announced when they're going to be like replenished along with like new graphics cards. So like, if you're looking for like a current generation graphics card for a computer. Good luck. Even like finding like a 2000 series um, is super hard right now. So maybe not the best time to build a computer if you guys are doing that right now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I looked at getting. But they're pretty ni- Like they're pretty nice. I mean, like the the 3060. Like I, I thought like the AMD ones were a good price for what they're giving you. Um, but these ones are coming in at four hundred dollars, and you're really good. Like really good graphics cards if you're like, especially if you're starting to starting out as like a PC builder. Um, that's like a nice entry, like graphics card, $400 for like a 4k capable, uh, gaming machine is like super awesome. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty cool. And you pair it with like a nice processor for like another 200, $300, you can get yourself a nice little machine there. But, uh, the hard part right now, for whatever reason is processors and graphics cards, just not being available because all of them got bought out by scalpers online and they just didn't produce as many as they should have. So I think, um, I think the demand, they didn't think the demand would be so high, like, in today's current situation, but uh, hopefully... Come on, more people are at home playing... Yeah, but they, I think they also figured that more people probably weren't making as much money to spend on a machine. Um, or I also to... think, though, <clears throat> with new consoles coming out and not being a giant leap, I mean, they're they're good, but they're basically just, like, getting a decent PC right now. I think yeah. a lot of people are realizing that the <clears throat> money is better spent on a I think, PC. too, I think that it, they did take into account that there were new consoles coming out for the price of a graphics card for, you know, you're not getting, a like, a computer-esque machine, but you're getting a machine that's going to deliver, you know, graphics that are capable. You're, you're pulling 4K 60 frames per second on these machines, you know, on your new consoles, which is awesome. Um, and when you think about it, like, 
to buy a 4K monitor capable of doing that up for your computer, I mean, you're going to spend like at least $300 or $400 on the monitor alone. So most people already have like a nice TV that they're playing these systems on. And I'm right. guessing that's why they didn't just make as many as they should have. Uh, I mean, the same thing goes with the consoles, you know, like they're showing up here and there. I know like our local target got like seven in this week. Um, yeah, I've seen them show <laughs> I only know that. I only know that because my brother told me, I guess he was trying to find one for himself. And he's like, Hey, Roswell has some, has some ps5s and i was like okay well send me some money <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send me right. somebody from because i'm poor uh so but yeah so I, I think that's what i think that's what the main thing was was like these graphics cards were also launching at the same time consoles were so they didn't want to like saturate the market and be left over with a bunch of stock but they should have known like hey people want these want these parts people want processors they want like graphics cards so they can go ahead and build these machines um, I would love to. I mean, I'm still in the talks with my brother-in-law to build a machine for him. And the thing holding us back is the availability uh, availability ability of uh, graphics cards. Like, I can't find a good one for him. Not even like a yeah. two, like a 2000 series. Like, I don't want him to overspend where I he doesn't have, have to. I was gonna get a 2080 when the 3080s dropped, and I should have. Yeah, when the, they're only like 300 bucks or 20. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. That. So when you're looking at the twenty the twenty eighty TIs and what you were spending last year, which was like hundreds of dollars, almost mm-hmm. to a thousand dollars for that card, and now the equivalent of that card is a thirty sixty TI uh, for four hundred dollars. I mean, like the prices have gone down, which is super nice and super awesome to see. Um, that you're not going to break the bank unless you're buying from a scalper or eBay. Um, but yeah, just when you think about it that way, just to find like a 2000 series, I'd be happy to find a 2000 series and pair it with a 3000 series uh, Ryzen chip, you know, when they have the 5000 series out already. But it's just hard to come by any of those. And right now, the only processor that's available, available like widely, is an Intel. You know, um, I think the the newer, the 10 generations that they've come out, which are good processors. They're just, some people want Ryzen. Per, per, preferably, I would love a Ryzen chip over an Intel. Right. Um, but um, yeah, just that's just the way to go. But yeah, so there you go. Um, oh, uh, before we get to uh, Mandalorian and or in wrestling news. Um, yeah, let's, let's run down. Warner Brothers announced yep. a pretty big announcement um, that the, the slate of movies that were going to come out the rest of this year and part of 2021 are all going to come out simultaneously in theaters where it is allowed to be in theaters and also on HBO Max for, for 30 about days. A, for 30 days. So, man, like, eh, no extra charge for that. Yeah, and yeah. there's some big movies. I mean, I think this is a huge deal. Um, if you didn't have HBO Max, now's the time for sure. Uh, also, Woman if you don't starting buy, stock in, uh, buy stock in um, Warner Brothers. Too late I now. I bet it's already spiked. Yeah. Um. But Wonder Woman, uh, Matrix 4, Suicide Squad, Dune, um, Tom and Jerry, I guess, if you're excited for that. <laughs> I watched a trailer for that today. Oh, that has um, Chloe... Chloe, um... Chloe Mortens, Grace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that movie looks fucking dumb. <laughs> I'm, normally, <laughs> I'm normally, like, I like kids' movies and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna watch that with my kids. That movie looks fucking yeah. dumb. The premise are Tom and Jerry are going to the city, and they end up at a hotel, and Chloe Moretz, uh runs or she's like head of hospitality or some shit and she has to get rid of yeah. the house that's living there so she calls in tom and it it it, it looks fucking dumb like <laughs> it's a movie that did not need to be made and it's made in that space jam style of like hey here's the animation yeah like why why bother yeah it looks fucking dumb so i got the hbo max screen pulled up right now um are you currently subscribed to it i am Okay, so currently regular price per month is fourteen ninety nine a month. Cancel anytime. 
Um, but right now they're running a 20% off for over 60 months when you prepay ahead of time. Uh, so the total discounted price for six months is 69 nice, hey. 99 plus applicable tax offer valid from December 3rd to January 15th. Um, so you can go ahead and prepay for those six months to get a good slate of movies um, on that list. Um, Mortal Kombat, too. Mortal Kombat is on that list. Yeah. Um, there is a list of all the movies. I don't know if you have it um pulled up oh yeah here it is i got the movie list here um oh my computer would do that right now okay two days ago <laughs> yeah so we have uh the, 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 the suicide squad which is coming out on august 6th um wait that isn't oh august 6th 2021 here, okay cool if you got if, do you have them all in front of you no they're like in there i was hoping to find an actual list but i have to like scroll down and yeah find i got all a list these. So, um, and are these, are they in the December 10th, the order that they come out? Okay, good. Yeah. This one's all over the Um, place. Let them all talk. Uh, wonder woman, 1984, mortal Kombat, the little things, Tom and Jerry, uh, reminiscence Kong versus or Godzilla versus Kong conjuring in the Heights, space jam, suicide squad, Dune, Elvis, King Richard, uh, the matrix four, Sherlock Holmes, three, Let's see what else here. Another Mortal Kombat. So what's this Mortal Kombat that's coming out here? I Isn't this? this is I thought this one. Well, I thought Mortal Kombat got pushed back. So there's one listed. It's listed twice on this wiki entry. Okay. So uh, Aquaman two, The Flash, Shazam, The Batman, Sesame Street, uh, the Snyder Cut. There's a ton of shit. Wait, Sesame Sesame Street, The Snyder Cut. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck! I would love to watch that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of good, cool shit coming out. I, I'm pretty jazzed. I think that's, that's a cool thing. I mean, yeah. knowing that I can watch Suicide Squad from home, fucking oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. I can watch Wonder Woman and the reviews are already coming in for Wonder Woman and it's, it's getting some really good fucking reviews. They're saying that she, uh, Patty Jenkins was able to produce a really accurate 1980s film, but that still seems fresh for today. Yeah, uh, that it's somehow more contained than the first Wonder Woman movie, but also bigger than the first Wonder Woman movie. So there's some cool shit. I'm excited to watch that. Soul on Disney Plus. I'm hoping Disney follows suit with this, uh, and we start seeing some more Marvel movies. Yeah, because I this isn't going to end, and this isn't going to get to a spot where we can all comfortably go to movies. And even if we can, even if theaters open up, some people are not going to be comfortable going. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think your market is doing this where you can simultaneously put it in the theaters and you can make that dollar where you can. And then you also, I mean, look at Alamo Draft House. They've pivoted to where they're doing for their documentaries and stuff where you can do online streaming That's through cool. the Alamo Draft House website. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. So they're <laughs> open where they can be open. And then if you want to watch some of the docs and stuff, you can you can pay to rent them through there. So yeah, uh, I think it's a good way to pivot. Um, what other news? There's a bunch of other news. Uh, Oscar Isaac was cast as Solid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid movie. That is true, yeah. Is, he's making his rounds, and he's trying to fucking beat out other actors for being, like, the guy in the most nerdy shit. Yeah. Because he's in Dune. He's in Star Wars. He's in fucking mm. X-Men. Now he's Moon Knight. in Metal Gear. Yeah. So I'm okay with that casting. I think... Um, I think I was hoping for somebody a little more gruff, I guess. I'm not saying he can't get there because he's a good method actor and he's a really good character actor. Um, but I think I associate the voice with Snake more than I associate the look. Yeah. So, uh, And I'm sure he'll get to a point where his voice sounds close enough to Snake. Um, 
let's see here. Someone else, I thought this was pretty good. Someone has shared some of their dream casting for the rest of the group. I think I shared it with you. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, there was a, uh, you put it, I think you did put it in the chat. And there was like Tom Holland as Otacon. Yes. Um, somebody who was a Revolver Ocelot. Who was that? Oh, I can't remember, and I don't have it. Here it is. So, uh, Revolver Ocelot was uh, Jeff Bridges, the actor who played uh, Homelander as Liquid Snake, because I can't remember his name. Um, Jessica Biel as Naomi Hunter. Uh, Emma Stone, which we'll talk about in just a minute in some other news, as Meryl. <laughs> Fucking, they had Michael Sarah listed as Psychomantis. <laughs> I would love that. Tom Holland as Otacon. Um... <laughs> uh, uh, Vin Diesel as Vulcan Raven, and I don't recognize this actor as Gray Fox. So, oh yeah, uh, but I did say we would talk a little bit more about uh, Gwen Stacy. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Emma Stone. So Emma Stone was set to film a movie with this director from La La Land, the director that helped her get to an Oscar, right? Yeah, you would think that she would want to do any movie with this guy and wouldn't back out of it, right? Correct. She's backed out of this film. <laughs> and they're citing uh, filming uh, schedule conflict for her Uh-oh. being in this film. She has nothing else listed. This so... film is shooting at the same time as Spider Man. Ah, very interesting. So they think she the the thought and the rumor is if she was going to turn down a film from the director who helped her get to an Oscar with La La Land, it yeah. would have to be something big. And the MCU is that something big. Yeah, so the pretty big. Is yeah. that she is possibly returning to play either Gwen Stacy or Spider Gwen, which I would oh. be, I would fucking love to see her as Spider Gwen. Is Spider well, if they're doing Spider Verse, it's she's gonna be Spider Gwen because yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, spoiler alert: she died at the end of the Amazing Spider. Exactly. Too. So I mean, the only other thing that you could see her come back for is like some sort of cameo where uh, Andrew Garfield still sees her alive. Yeah. Um. But, what but I, I don't think I don't think she would back out of a movie for a cameo. What, you know I, what I hope mean? for is that moment from the comics where they meet up in the universe, and in his world he's lost her, and in her world she's lost him, mm-hmm. and they have that brief moment together where yeah. the two universes cross, and she's Spider Gwen and he's Spider Man, and they have that moment where they can't, they still can't necessarily be together because they have to go back. Yeah, but you just get that like heartbreak moment. Um, We'll talk about heartbreak when we talk talk Mandalorian here. Oh bit. gosh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's fucking cool. Yeah. I, I I hope that that's true. Uh, most of the rumors. If she's in it, yeah. Sure. If she's in it, then she's definitely a major player, like a major character in the in the game. Yeah. So um. Um. Let's see. Uh, in the movie, some, in the game. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, there was some production video that came out from the Hawkeye television show, which yeah. I didn't realize was already in production. I I thought it was still on hold. So did um, I. I didn't know they were still going through with it, much less having Jim, Jeremy Renner still be a part of it. I'm glad they um, did. Like I know he's got his shit. Um, yeah. But recasting, or you know, if they got it, if they so. got it all figured out, then they got it all figured out. Like but I don't this, think. I think Disney is. Uh, I think Disney is always careful with what they do. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, look at what they did with Gwyneth Paltrow when yeah. a lot of her anti-vaxxer stuff came out. They cut cut ties with her for a little while and then yeah. brought her back. Um, but this this footage shows it's a, it's they're filming in a subway and it shows Jeremy Renner and it shows Haley Steinfeld as uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah, and that was fucking cool. Like that I is. didn't even realize that they had cast her. I remember hearing rumors. I remember and the talk. I remember the rumors of possibly cast casting her as a, I didn't know she was 
cast. I didn't know it was confirmed. I think either, she's so. a perfect person to play. Kate she Kate. is a great fit, and she's a really fun. Like I think, like I loved her in Bumblebee. That's yeah. a really good movie. Yeah, Seinfeld's great. Um, she's a great actress. She's a good actress. Yeah, and I'm excited to see what she's going to do in Hawkeye and becoming Hawkeye herself. Yes, yeah. uh, the uh, Kate Bishop DLC is also dropping for the Marvel game, so maybe that could save it. Nice, yeah, definitely. Because um, nobody's playing that. Nobody game. plays that game, and they had like a ninety-five percent player drop-off, right? I hope I hope they they're able to turn around because that game is fun. The story is amazing. So if you could pick that game up for like twenty, thirty bucks, it's yeah. worth it to play that story alone. And the multiplayer is all right. It's just repetitive. There's not gotcha. enough to it. And I think it just needs more story missions that you could play co op with people. Kind of a bummer. Like, they had a lot of hype going into the release of that game. So, yeah, uh, they're also Square Enix deciding that that's the game that's kind of putting them under right now. That they posted record losses and basically said it was because of that game. Because of the, and the I, think, I, I think it's not necessarily the game as much. They spent a lot of money on marketing for that game. Yeah. So, I think that that's kind of a big issue when it comes to it. Is they put a lot behind it and it just didn't do to return the way that gotcha. it to. Um,. Anything else? We lost David Prowse. That is true. Who, um, who played, who reportedly, probably due to COVID, I believe. Yeah, that um, sucks, man. Super, super hard to. Yeah, I. Um, I guess um, there was some like. Did you know he was like banned from like like Star Wars cons? Like no, because I guess they had a falling out at the end of the Return of the Jedi. Um, really? Yeah, because they decided to go with a different actor to, for the face reveal, and oh, not him yeah, that's himself. Right. So there's four different actors that played him. One for the stunts, yeah. one for the suit, one for the face, and one for the. So voice. he would apparently tell people. He would apparently tell people at cons like spoiler alert, like spoilers before oh, there were spoilers, shit. like about the movie, you know, before it even came out. I love so that guy. then he got banned, you know, just like from the Star Wars family. But yeah, we lost a. I'm like, vindictive. I love that guy. We lost. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about him personally, but. Um, as a as a part of like our childhood and nerdum and geekdom. Um, yeah, big loss there. I'm pretty old, right? I think he was pretty high up there in his age. So it just sucks that you you know we lost somebody again to something yeah. that could have been prevented and taken care of. But you know, it just it, it was 85. Yeah, 85. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You hate to see anybody pass away, but that's a that's a that's a tough one. So um, yeah, there you go. Speaking of a. Uh, Star Star Rewarsies. <laughs> oh, let's talk wrestling. Let's talk wrestling before we get into the Mandalorian. Unless Jeremy, a completely separate episode on wrestling. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, let's just his, talk AEW. Yeah, we're talking we about AEW. Talk. Well, I, um, I've been, uh, I've been. If you've been watching NXT, NXT has been pretty fun too. If you haven't been watching, because they're getting ready to go into Regal's favorite pay per view, War Games. Yeah, there was a really good Instagram. If you follow WWE NXT. Uh, Instagram, there was a uh, a lot of uh, wrestlers um, uh, doing, doing their best, games. yeah, doing their best best impersonation of them, and then That's at the very cool. end, Regal is just like pathetic pathetic and then he does it yeah so i'll have to share it with you it's really funny yeah that's cool. uh but yeah AEW man like they're they're changing up the game it's been a lot of fun watching AEW the past couple weeks um jeremy's been in and out uh watching wrestling just because we got burnt down i think we, we had like a personal i think it was a personal conversation that we had just about how we both got burned out and especially when we were used to do the smart marks um which was we our weekly as a job essentially we did it as a job and it was dictated to us a week it was dictated to us how we did our job and when we did yeah. our job um and we weren't able to enjoy it anymore um personally as a a wrestling fan i'm still i still love watching wrestling i watch it at my own pace now um i don't usually watch it live occasionally i do i did watch raw live this week 
um, which was a rarity. I mean, I, I can't do the full three hours, but I did. Um, I I can usually get like the last two in, maybe an hour and a half. And the most of the time, if I do, I can't put the full three anymore on Raw. It's just it's hard. It's a hard three hours to devote. You know, like just to not you know not do anything else during that time. Um, I watch I watch uh, Hulu next day or Hulu next day before I can watch SmackDown most of the time. I did not get to watch this week's. But I did watch uh, NXT, um, and I watch AEW. And it, when I can, when time does allow, I do watch Impact because I do uh, record that on Sling. But, yeah, um, yeah both. So, AEW had a yeah. show, um, and it was basically pay-per-view quality. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was it was called like, Winter is Coming. It was like their version of Clash of the Champions. When WCW yeah, would run like a Clash of the Champions during just like a random TBS show. Yeah. You know? So they ran an episode called Winter is Coming. Uh, did a lot of really cool Game of Thrones-esque uh, promo for it. Um, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen were facing Team Taz. It was was it Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks, I think. Is yeah, I think facing. so. Uh, post-match, they ended up getting the beat down at the end of the match. And lights go out, lights come up. Uh, snow's coming down. There's a lot of creepy, like, death, not even death metal, but, like, goth metal music playing that, like, guitar. Uh, the 80s kind of badass, like, guitar riff. And the fucking word sting pops up on the screen. And totally 60-year-old face-painted man walks out on the Totally unexpected. I was super hyped. Uh, I got, I hope he doesn't get in the ring if it's for anything more than a six-man. Yeah, because um, you got to protect that man. <clears throat> they did. They did put like a graphic up for him on their website, like a win loss record, and so everybody's um he's everybody the is person in AEW. yeah everybody is like theorizing that he's gonna have a match just because they put that up. Um, but yeah, so you know what? That was exciting to see, and it that was, was exciting really cool to, to see. watch. Um, see a big name like that leave the WWE, mm-hmm. um, leave the WWE umbrella. Kind of thought it was happening because all of his merch has been pulled off of WWE like three months yeah. ago. Uh, there was a really cool. He had a. He, they had a figure. figure yeah, they had a figure in the works through Mattel, and that got pulled from the line. Um, you know, and everybody was just like, "Oh, that's weird." And he just thought because he wasn't under contract anymore. But uh, I guess word got out that he had been talking to Tony Khan, who is the uh, owner um, of uh, AEW. So the um, owner of the Jaguars, or son of the owner of the Jaguars. Son of the owner of the Jaguars, yeah. The new. And. Um, yeah, that was really exciting, and I love that T-shirt. That T-shirt is awesome. The sting with the cross bats as crossbones or something like that. I don't know what it is, but it's a cool design. Um, what a way to! He didn't do anything. All he did was get in the ring and like not even chase. He didn't run so, after anybody. So there was this was a masterclass in television production and what happened. So he came out and it was an extremely slow walk. So what they did is if you're watching the match, when that match first starts and Cody's in the ring and stuff, they abruptly go to commercial. Yeah. They go to commercial, like in the middle of the match in a weird spot. Um, and then they go through the match and then they get to the end of it. So the reason they went to commercial so early is to get it out of the way so they could linger on sting. Uh, if you pay attention, Sting's Sting's uh, entrance and his debut does a crossover. It crosses over from the eight o'clock to nine o'clock hour, and, and or the seven to eight hour for us. So it crosses over in times for ratings. Yeah. And then what happens is 
the music takes a while to start. The music starts. It plays for a, a few seconds. Then he comes out. Then he has a super long, like, Undertaker walk to the ring. That takes forever. Then he gets to the ring, and he has this slow movement where he gets in, and he stares Ricky, or he stares Cody in the face. He stares Arn in the face. He stares. It, like, it just goes on and on. And... If you see the reason, it goes over, like I said, from one hour to the next. But you also have that time for where if you're not watching and it pops up on your Twitter or somewhere, Sting is debuted, you still have Or time your friend or your friend writes you and puts Sting. You. <laughs> yes. You still have time yeah. to be able to switch over yeah. and get so if you're watching AE or say you're watching NXT, which is their rival on Wednesday nights, you have time to get that switched over from one company to the next and see Sting, and then they've got you locked in for the next hour because yeah. they've already blown out that commercial break. Like it was really fucking smart in what they did. Yeah. And it was really cool to watch the way it played out um i'm interested to see what he does he has that built-in history with arn he's cody's favorite wrestler uh it's wcw it's his first time back on tnt in 18 years since yeah. 2001 and they were playing uh, that up like a lot yeah. yeah yeah uh, hearing tony shivani who called wcw when sting was there that was really fucking cool to especially he called out. like the height of sting it's you know sting! You know, mid nineties, mid nineties sting like where he you know. loses his breath and stuff. Yeah, it was really fucking cool to watch. That was really um, awesome. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get a singles match out of Sting. No, I no, think yeah. you have to protect that man. I think you put him in a six man and you're able to protect him. Um, have him come in and get like five minutes of offense and get back out. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. I I was happy to see it. Um, but the big news and what happened is, so the main event was uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Um, they have Don Callis, who if you don't know who Don Callis is, and if you're not a wrestling fan at all, this is where, like, just this happening is kind of interesting, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. So Don Callis is an exec for Impact Wrestling, which is a different company that airs on Tuesday nights. Um Don Callis is a close personal friend of Kenny Omega, who's almost like a family member to Kenny Omega, who was one of the wrestlers in the match, Kenny Omega versus uh, John Moxley. Uh, Don Callis is doing commentary the entire time. He's he's out there. He's talking up his history, talking about how he's like an uncle to Kenny and stuff like that. They build that up. Um, Kenny gets dropped on his head, and Don Callis goes to check on him. Uh, he's telling the ref he's hurt. You need to pay attention. You, you need to give him space. Moxley attacks him, brings it back in the ring. Callus gets up to try to stop it. Moxley takes a shot on Callus. Callus had a microphone in his hand. He passes that mic to Kenny once he falls. Kenny hits Moxley with the, the microphone. One, two, three. Kenny Omega is your new champion. Uh, Callus abruptly grabs him and they run out of the arena. And as they're running out of the arena, uh, Alex Marvez, the commentator or interviewer, catches up and he's like, what's happening? First off. I fucking loved when he's running out of the arena and you get Tony, Sav- Tony Schiavone go, complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was super cool to hear. Yeah. I have a mark for hearing people curse on TV. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but then they get to the limo or they get to the, the SUV and Alex Marvez, the interviewer, asks, he's like, what happened? Why would you do this? And he goes, you'll get your answers on Tuesday. AEW airs on, and he goes, but AEW airs on Wednesday. Yeah. It's so stupid, but it was a great But Dynamite's line. on Wednesdays, yes. unless I missed the uh, meeting. So Impact Wrestling is already confirmed. Kenny Omega will be live yep. on Impact Wrestling with the AEW title on Tuesday. Yep. This is fucking huge. And this this could be, and I know we may be stepping up boundaries here, and we may be building this up to be bigger than it is, but there's obviously a working relationship between these two companies. And if you remember back when WWF was such a big thing, 
all these different companies, the NWA pulled together, all their territories pulled together to try to rival the WWF. Uh, all these companies, these small territories tried to come together to rival the big corporation out of New York. This is what I think we're seeing is we're yeah. starting to see, I mean, AEW's worked with, I mean, they worked with ring of honor before they were AEW and that's how all in started. That was the seeds mm-hmm. for AEW. Uh, they worked with New Japan for the longest time. They've worked with CMLL and AAA in the past. They would yeah. bring their wrestlers over and having their guys go to AAA. Uh, well, I believe Kenny Omega is still a still technically a champion uh, in AAA. See, see, he and owns. Yeah, he's a. He is, yeah. yeah, he's a title owner. And they've worked with team, yeah. as of late. They've worked with. Um, NWA a lot yeah. when NWA wasn't allowed to film. So they've been yeah. bringing a lot of NWA wrestlers, Ricky Starks, Thunder Rosa, Eddie Edwards. A lot of those people came from uh, NWA. So now they're going to be working with Impact. And I, I think we're starting to see some pieces come together of almost like a mega corporation. Like these, this company is trying to put talent together. Like right now, if they're able to send some of their AEW talent to work on Impact and vice versa, it would work because they have the most overfilled roster in any of wrestling, to be honest. Even, yeah. even more than WWE. They've got a lot of talent on their roster that just don't get featured. And mm-hmm. if this is a way to try to feature some more people, it's going to be really fucking cool. Especially when you look at the fact if, if they're sending Kenny to Impact, what is the one thing you think AEW wants back in return from Impact Wrestling? Oh, you got to see who's there. Who is an impact? Yeah, the the knockouts division. Yeah, because what's the biggest problem in AEW? The women's division. The women's division. Yeah, it's the weakest so division. Now, yeah. Now you're telling me that you can get women like Taya, Jordan Grace, and Diana Perrazzo on your television? Oh yeah, that's gonna be fucking amazing. I can get Sue Young versus. I was gonna uh, say Abaddon. Sue Young. Yeah, Sue Young. I can get some wild ass shit. And to be honest, I know um, who's the AEW women's champion right now. I can't remember her name. Uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I just totally blanked on her name. I can picture her. Uh, yeah, Sheeta. Yeah, Sheeta. Yeah, um, Sheeta is overrated. I know she's a good wrestler. She's a great wrestler. She's not top talent. You take that back. She's, no, she's great. She's great for a. Uh, she's great for <laughs> no Brian. Um, <laughs> what did he say? He said, "Is it Summer Rae on uh, Impact?" Impact? And no. Summer Rae doesn't wrestle anymore. No, I think she's, she's just a. a she's an Instagram model now. So. Um, Really, your women's division revolves around two women right now in AEW, yeah. and that's Britt Baker and Nyla Rose. And we haven't seen Nyla Rose for a while. You know what's cool Those too are your with faces of that division. What's so been pretty cool with bolstered bad. Yeah, what's been really cool too with Impact because they've been having a working relationship with Ring of Honor as well during this yep. time. And you think about um, people who are wrestling for both or going back and forth, like someone like EC3, who's had a complete character change um, since leaving the WWE. Um, so that's like a cool possibility there too. Like having some sort of, we had this back in 2001, I believe it was early two thousands. We had an evasion angle, um, where, uh, it was WCW and ECW versus WWE. And, uh, it didn't like, it didn't quite come pull off the invasion aspect of it. Um, they had like maybe one pay-per-view as a blow off and that was it. It was a survivor series, I believe that the survivor series. And then they had the invasion pay-per-view. And so, like, now we're getting it, like, almost 20 years later. Um, dang, that's crazy to think about. But we're almost, like, in a cooler, like a but with real, like, a real company. Kind of like, you yeah. know, with not just, you know. A company that's actually on television. Yeah. Not contained within the show you're already Yeah, doing. not companies and paper only, but, like, actual companies are running on their own different channels that, you know, um, in my, in my uh, mind or to my knowledge, like, 
Impact, which is on Access TV, is on a totally different channel provider than AEW is on TNT. You know, who's like Turner Broadcast Network and Access TV are not, um, they're not like brother and sister channels or competing channels. You know, so that's pretty cool to think about too. And, you know, Ring of Honor being Ring of Honor and, you know, having a small market, um, they're not quite how they used to be uh, uh, production or talent wise. But hey, you know, they're still there. They're still wrestling. They're still putting on shows. And it's still pretty fun to watch. So it's a pretty fun time to be a fan of wrestling. And um, if you're not able, if yeah. you don't have access television and you're not able to get a hold of this, Impact runs on Twitch. Mm. So you can that watch is right. Impact yeah. through Twitch. Yeah, true. So it's it's a lot easier to watch wrestling now than it's mm-hmm. ever been. Um, they have a they have a Twitch channel that is on all the time. Um, yep. And they air Impact directly yeah. on there, their show directly yeah. on there. So it's, it's really cool. Um, I guess we'll get off wrestling talk a little bit because uh, I know we've got a, we we need to bring back a show for wrestling. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> we just might. We just might. Yeah, we just might do that. Um, maybe a bonus episode. Who knows? Uh, let's talk some Mando. Mando. The this episode was called a tragedy, so you kind of knew oh. something was going to happen. But um. Yeah. Yeah, so far... Um... And the tragedy is not what it ended with. <laughs> the tragedy is not Grogu being fucking kidnapped. Nuh-uh. The tragedy is the loss <clears throat> of the fucking Razorcrest. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry, that fucking ship is a character to me. Like It had was a personality it? of its own. It was iconic to the point. The only other ship to have equal or more screen time than the Razorcrest was the Millennium Falcon. Was a character. The Mandalorian yes. arrives with Grogu on Titan and finds the ancient right. temple on top of a mountain. He places Grogu at the center so that he may choose his path. Uh, Grogu starts meditating and a protective force field appears around him. Uh, Boba Fett arrives. That's right. Boba Fett arrives with mercenary Fennec <laughs> Shand, whose life he saved on Tatooine and demands the return of his Mandalorian armor. And you can hear the... You can hear the uh spurs as yeah. soon as he walks up and that's a callback to that episode where he found her in the mm-hmm. desert following a tense confrontation because yeah he found her and it never they never alluded to who would have found her we never found out if it was moth or who it could have been um the mandalorian agrees to trade the armor for the safety of groku two shuttles arrive disgorging uh, uh dispatching i'm gonna say that dispatching stormtroopers who attempt to capture groku honoring this their agreement fat shan and the mandalorian join forces to uh, fight the advancing stormtroopers, inflicting heavy casualties. Moff Gideon arrives in an Imperial Star Cruiser and destroys the Mandalorian ship Razorcrest from high overhead. Gideon sends out four robotic uh, dark troopers who kidnap Grogu and take him aboard the cruiser before fleeing Fett and Shan agree to help the Mandalorian to save Grogu to honor the debt. Um, the Mandalorian seeks the now Republic Marshal Cara Dune uh, help in breaking out the criminal Mayfield in order to track Gideon's cruiser and res- rescue Grogu. Impressed with Grogu's force powers, who does force, who does force choke the stormtroopers and levitating, lev- uh, levitating by launching them. Uh, Gideon requests that Doctor Pershing be informed that the midichlorian donor is now available. Um, actually, I don't think they even said midichlorians in this episode. I don't no, know they, they didn't say midichlorians Wikipedia. at all. They just called but, them um, donor. Yeah, we don't call it midichlorians anymore. It's, I don't know who wrote this. It needs to be shot in the face. But um. Yeah, a really great episode. Like we said, the tragedy they called them, was... They called them Metachlorians in like the last episode, but they called yeah. it M-Count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, okay, there we go. I guess I guess so. But uh, yeah, man, huge. The tragedy being the destruction of the Razor Crest brought a tear to my eye. Oh because God, I was in shock. That ship and that ship was like literally just fixed in the last episode. Yep, it was brand new. We were, That's like, some good storytelling. We were though. we were so we were so hyped that the ship got fixed. It was because it had been like three episodes. Uh, <laughs> Brian said that's a little aggressive, Matt. Um, uh, did you write the? Did you write it, Brian? If so, I'll, I'll retract my statement. Um, but um, yeah, uh, just a huge. Yeah. What did he say was yeah, aggressive? Just, oh, me saying that the person who wrote that should be shot in the face. No, um, <laughs> he wrote it. <laughs> uh, he wrote it. Uh, but yeah, just a great episode. Again, another episode that built off a really good episode. Like, how? I mean, did we really think this episode would top the Ahsoka Tano episode? No. So and it was it nice did. to go in. Yeah, and it was directed by Robert Rodriguez, um, which totally was fun. New. Yeah, it was a whole, and it was a new look. It yeah. was like it was like you a lot looked of those at twisted, it. It was brighter. It was brighter. It looked like it was filmed like in New Mexico. Yeah, uh, those twisted <laughs> Which I was kind of just like, hmm, maybe, maybe they filmed it in Albuquerque. I don't know. Right. Um, it looked like it didn't look like <laughs> it didn't like it was filmed in you know their special studio. Um, which I give both the last two episodes have been like they've looked completely different from mm-hmm. the entire the entire series, which is you know pretty cool and pretty nice to see. Um, a really good story told again. We see Carrie Dune again. Um, the character herself was pretty fun, you know. Um, we'll, we we'll had a call back to Bill Burr. Yeah, so that's nice. We're going to get Mayfield. Um, we're going to go break him out because, hey, he needs a sharpshooter. And he's got someone in mind. Um, so that's cool that we're going to get a re- like another recurring character from season one. Yep. Um, yeah, just really good. And, you know, just Moff Gideon being a bad guy. Fuck you yeah. Know? Like, yeah, and he's a real bad shot, guy. That shot of Grogu in captivity just laying people out was so cool what the shackles when they said like put him in shackles i was like did they have to like build special shackles for him yeah they just have little tiny ass shackles um you can't just tie him with a rope episode boba fett (laughs) i thought it was a cool visual seeing boba fett just put that armor on over the robe and having that robe flowing underneath him that's a figure that i want there's a lot of toyetic shit that came out of this episode that i just really really need it was really good it was i mean I don't know if it's called the Slave One, and we kind of had this conversation earlier. Um, it's like Slave Three. Yeah, well, I mean, in the in the books, it's like a different. It's like it's been numbered, but um, uh, and these are the books that are no longer canon. But now, so much is being kind of like thrown back in to the in, into like Star Wars, which has been pretty awesome. So we do get confirmation that Jango Fett himself is a Mandalorian. He is a foundling. Um, he fought in the wars. Um, so yeah. in retrospect, he is. Like the Mandalorian, who was not born in the Mandalorian Cree, you yeah, know, like part of Mandalore. He's, he's yeah, he's he's like he's like the Mandalorian. Um, so that's pretty cool uh, to think about. You know, that they kind of do like a part of a story where you didn't get with Jango <clears throat> Fett. You know that um, that armor that he has and passes down is because that's in his family, and that's why Boba has it. Um, and I love that it's like like it's encoded, like the armor is encoded. Uh, like with the story of who has it, who owned it, and who who it belongs yeah, to. Yeah, that, that was really cool. That was, that was really neat. It's his browser um, history. Seeing, yeah, seeing Boba <laughs> Fett, yeah, his Chrome browser history. Um, seeing Boba Fett be the Boba Fett that we know from the books and the comics, like you mentioned earlier when we, me and you talk, like it was cool to not get bumbling Boba Fett. It yeah, because cool Boba Fett, get. 
uh, Boba Fett sur- suffered the same kind of fate as Darth Vader. Like, they were limited to the actors and what they could do in the suits and stuff like that at the yeah. time. So, Darth Vader, I mean, when you really go back and look at it, he's real stiff and still and slow moving for the most part. Uh, Boba Fett's the same. And they made him, like you said, a bumbling idiot. Boba Fett, yeah. a lot of people are like, oh man, because he looks cool. We'll give him that. But he's not the coolest character by far. He's kind of overrated in the movies. But yeah. his expanded story and his lore throughout the expanded universe has always been amazing. So it was cool to have those moments of him like flipping around with that Tomfa stick. And just like at one point, he hits a stormtrooper and completely shatters the armor. And you can see the armor, just pieces of it go flying. So it was yeah. cool to see just this badass Boba Fett and what what he should be on screen. It was really, they redeemed the character 100% in this one episode. Yeah, a Boba Fett that likes to stab people. Yeah, which was cool as hell. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Repeatedly. He was just ruthless. Like It, it was, was good, though. But he's also yeah. lived a different life since then, like living yeah. with the Tusken Raiders and you stuff You think about like like, the 20 years he's been in the desert and he hasn't had his armor, so that's pretty awesome. Um, good episode. Really good, yeah, really good So here episode. we are again, another episode of me saying this one might be my favorite, mm-hmm. um, which is a good thing for them to continue to top. I've seen that. You're not time. the only person. I've seen that like from people over and over on Twitter like, Holy crap, this is my favorite episode now. Like like almost four episodes in a row, you know? Hey, yeah. really good episode. So Yeah, it's really cool to see that yeah. they're continuing to climb because that's what you that's what you want. You want it to outdo the last one. You don't want it to regress in any means. Yeah. Yeah, really fun. Really good. Good stuff. Enjoy it. Enjoying it, yeah. Good stuff. Um really looking forward to next week's show. Um of the Mandalorian. But hey, we got news for next week's show. We're gonna cover Mandalorian as well, but we're gonna well, talk we'll cover about Mandalorian. We already talked about it's, it earlier. We're talking. Yeah, office. we're gonna we're gonna do a big Office episode next week. So um, we're gonna do a retrospect of the Office as a series, um, where we currently are on our current rewatches. Because if you're like me and Jeremy, you're constantly watching. You're I've watched it three or four times. Watching it, you've either finished it or you're it's in a good the comfort show. Or yeah, like. I use that show as comfort when my mom passed, um, and I still use it as a like as a crutch. Um, just, it's a good like, background it's, show. It's a nice show to like always have on. You know, you're gonna laugh at it over and over. Um, I just finished watching. I'm in season seven again, um, and I can't remember which episode I just finished watching. But um, I I've been watch like I this is like a show where I watch like four episodes a night. Um, it's one of those ones where you're just like your day is not complete unless you. Um, uh, unless I'm watching like part of an episode, or uh, yeah, just not. It's like know, our dinner time being... episode. Yeah, when we exactly. sit down and just want something in the background. Like that's that's what we play. Exactly. Or when my wife's doing homework and she, it's like listening to music in the background because you're not going to get overly attached to what's going on because you've seen it a million times. Oh, I just wa- I just finished a viewing party. That's what the one. Uh, that's the one where they all go to Gabe's house you and they watch, watch Glee. Glee. Yeah. Great episode. My <laughs> wife quotes that all the time. If I'll talk during something, she's like, is this a Mandalorian watching party or a Mandalorian pausing party or talking party? <laughs> yeah. So I just finished that one again. I'm, and she, I know I, she quoted I know it I started. because we uh, were going to, we're going to look at a dog uh, and uh, <laughs> which is there. a wolf. Wolf.com. She, she knew I wasn't necessarily thrilled about it. And we got there and they were closed and she goes, looks like you're going to get your stupid baby wish. Philip. <laughs> I was like, "All right, whatever." Oh man, good stuff. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to next week. Um, let you uh, let us know what show you guys like to watch over and over. And if it's The Office, what is your favorite episode? Um, we'll have some Office discussions, some theories, some uh, fan theories, and uh, just you know, random uh, 
random office stories, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, on that note, later's geeks. Uh, well, I gotta before we do that. Uh, you can find Jeremy J eighty two on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on the GoFo Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me Mateo eighty three Twitter Instagram. Hey, we got a uh, Patreon that we're setting up and we're discussing. It is at patreon.com uh, slash join slash gofo podcast we'll put the links in the show it's always in there it's actually in the description of the show every time you guys check it out um wherever you listen to the show look in the descriptions and all the links are there um hey we're still doing extra life as you see in twitch we still are running all our links so if you feel want to if you still want to donate donate to that it's an awesome cause um hope you guys are staying safe washing those hands wearing those masks and uh laters geeks <laughs>